Welcome to the Tailored Life Podcast, the one and only fitness and nutrition podcast that goes way beyond just training and nutrition. I'm your host, Cody McBroom, and today we have a Mindset Monday podcast, and I'm running this one solo because my boy Trav is still on his honeymoon, um, which is going to be relative to the conversation today, but I'm also realizing that I got a raspy voice. Maybe it's because it's so early. I'm the first one in the entire parking lot every damn morning, which is lesson number one. The hardest workers get there first. Damn it. I love when I pull up to the, the parking lot of the warehouse and there's nobody in sight. Um, and I'm not just talking about my employees because realistically, the pe- only people that work here are Trav and my assistant sometimes. Um, and of course, I get here before Trav, but uh, uh, no reason for me to throw shade at you, Trav, because I know you're listening to this now. But um, I'm an early bird and he knows it. But there are companies around me, right? There's the people across the parking lot. There's people on the backside of the building. There's also two neighbors on both sides of me. Um, And it's pretty wild to, you know, get here and always be the first one. But it makes me feel damn good. I get here and I'm like, I'm going to crush the day now. Like, I have to. I'm the first one that pulled up. I need to crush the day, which is part of what we're going to talk about today, and that's winning the day. Um, However, I do want to shout out our sponsor real quick of the Mindset Monday podcast, and that is Giant Lifting. I see a bunch of people tagging me. I see a bunch of people using uh, the promo code TCM5. You will save a little bit of cash, especially if you're a gym owner or somebody decking out their garage gym. I know somebody just uh, sent me a, a screenshot the other day that dropped a few grand And uh, they saved a pretty little penny, especially when it comes to shipping and stuff like that. Um, But it also lets them know how you found them, right? So so make sure whatever you're buying, even if you're buying a band, use that code so they know that I sent you their way uh, because I want to make sure that I'm showing them some love. Uh, And the truth is, is they really do have the best quality products as well as the best shipping rates and... You're probably going to find the best deals. For the type of quality you're going to get, if you're going to buy cheaper equipment, it's going to break on you. Trust me. I've had three garage gyms in my lifetime uh, in three different homes, and then I transferred the last home into this facility. I've had a lot of equipment that has broken on me, and it's been equipment that I got from Amazon for a bargain. Let me just say that. And uh, I'm not going to throw any names out there because it's not about talking shit, but uh, if you're looking for a combo of a good price as well as a product that actually lasts a really long time... There is no better than Giant Lifting. So head over to giantlifting.com um, and shout out to them for, for sponsoring this podcast and for being my neighbors. But uh, this is actually crazy and nobody knows this yet. This is a small announcement. It's not even 100% solidified, so I probably shouldn't be saying this, but there is a, a, a chance that uh, because they're expanding, that those guys are growing and growing and, and there's a reason why. So again, that's why they sponsor this podcast and that's why I talk about them so much. And that's why I was talking about them so much before they even decided to sponsor this podcast. I mean, I was decked out and using them. I think I've gotten one thing since they became a sponsor because I've already had so much shit from them that I purchased because they're legit. Uh, but they're expanding, they're growing, they're moving, they're moving locations, uh, adding another location, so on and so forth. And it is giving me an opportunity to potentially expand my gym which means a lot of cool things. Number one, it could turn into uh, the fantasy factory, but we would call it uh, the tailored life factory or the tailored life uh, compound or something. I don't know. We got to figure out what what the name is for it, but it's going to give me more space. It's going to give me an extra office to, uh, you know, plug away, have some alone time, quiet time to just dive in, dig deep. Um, I'm excited to design the office because it'll just be very, very minimalistic. Uh, but I'm excited for it because it gives us a lot more space, about twice as much space, which won't be gym space. Um, you know, I probably will put a sauna, probably put like a little uh, fridge counter section just so we have some like food and stuff. But 
it's going to give me an opportunity to do some cool shit. I probably got to put a mini ramp in there. I got to be honest. I feel like I have to. There's so much space. I'm going to have to put a mini ramp. Um, I have some dreams about creating an apparel company, if I'm being completely transparent. So it gives us the opportunity to grow into something like that eventually. Um, start making some cool gear for, for all of our loyal listeners and our audience and our members. Um, but it also gives me a chance to host events. And that's something I'm really excited about. If I have more space, um, I have more room to create a section that we could we could host seminars. We could get some of the coolest people in the industry that I know and I'm good friends with out here, do events, do webinars, do seminars, do like training camps and shit like that. It would just be a really, really cool time. So um, I'm excited to keep keep uh, on the lookout for that. It takes a while to um, reconstruct an area because I got I to gotta paint, floor, all that stuff. So we're talking next year before I start having events here. That's for sure. Um, but potential big things come in and you guys know how I am. Um, public accountability. So me spitting out on the podcast just makes it 10 times more likely to be dope and be happening because I'm going to make it happen. Um, but today's podcast, you know, as a solo podcast, I thought about this because Travis has been gone. Um, and I've been working on a lot of shit while he's been gone. I actually haven't been on the mic since he's left. He's been gone for a week and a half. And we recorded a ton of stuff before he left to make sure that we were all done. And there was uh, one episode needed to be recorded, and that is today's Mindset Monday. And uh, so he's going he's gonna to edit this probably on the plane on the way back or something like that, But because um, he's a hustler. But there was an idea I had in my head. You know, there, there's actually two things. One came from a little bit of inspiration from Andy Frisella on one of his podcasts and, and a lesson that uh, myself and Brittany, uh, one of my employees, took away from it when we were having a conversation uh, this week, as well as reflecting on the week and a half that Travis has been gone. And this idea is there's two, it's twofold. Number one is win the day. And number two is focus on inputs, not outputs. <laughs> so one of the ways to win the day is focusing on inputs and outputs, but I'm going to start with that. Looking at every single day of your life, how can you win the day, right? This is the point of a morning routine. Realistically, it doesn't have to be long and, and just drawn out and tedious and cause more stress, I used to be that guy. I used to be the guy that woke up at 5 a.m. and I had a three-hour morning routine. And it was like I had to go this sequence of drinking this drink followed by this coffee, followed by this meditation, walk this long, then stretch for this many minutes, then write in this gratitude journal, and then read this type of thing to meditate on this specific subject. And it was like if it's not in sequence, I do not create this aura. And it's bullshit, right? It it truly is. Um, Now I I wake up at 6.30 so I can actually get seven hours of sleep. And man, I'll tell you what, I am more productive than I ever imagined. Like it's actually insane. So I've been using, uh, as soon as I started this, I started just recently, I was like, you know what? I got the aura ring. It's been slapping me in the face with, you're not getting enough sleep. You fall asleep too fast because you're burnt out. Hurry, man. Come on. Come on. Health, health, health. Um, and I will say, like, it's good. And this is the power of accountability, right? The aura the ring is great, and it's been, it's been powerful. Um, but it's also been making me realize that I could probably be, be working a little bit harder, a little bit faster, more, a, little, a little more productively and effectively if I got more sleep. And that's the hard part, right? And, and for everybody listening, it's the hard part. And I know, I apologize, this, this podcast is a little bit of a rant, but I haven't done a solo podcast in a while, so it's going to be that way. So deal with it. I hope you like it. Um, but that's part of the reason why accountability and all those things is so important. It's kind of just like a repetitive slap in the face, right? You need to own your shit. And it's also really hard to dive into any goal or task or action similar to this because you're not sure of the the ROI, right? What's the return of investment? So for me, I'm like, man, this has been the story in my head. I have to wake up at five. 
Because if I don't wake up at five, I don't have enough hours in the day to finish what I need to finish in order to be home at five, which is always my goal. I want to be at home at five. That is dinner time with my family. And it gives me, uh, you know, enough hours, you know, three and a half to four hours. Now Blake is going down at like 839 to spend time with my daughter. Right. And so if I don't finish by five, I get less time with my daughter. Right. And, and there's, you know, she's young enough to know, to not understand why I leave during the day, but she's, she's old enough to know that I, I leave every day. And sometimes it's hard because sometimes she makes comments, you know, and she doesn't mean it spitefully, but she says things that just break my heart. To be honest with you, she's like, nah, like I wish I had my dad more simple things like that. That just crush me. Absolutely crush me. She'll understand one day and I, and, and I hope she, she'll, she'll learn and be able to look back. And I know Shannon tells her constantly that I spend more time with her than a lot of working dads do. And I'm good about that, but it's still, man, it breaks my heart. And she knows, she knows how to pull my heartstrings more than anybody, but that's why it's so hard to discipline her <laughs> and say no. Uh, but the point with this is, is I always had that story in my head, right? I need that time because based on my track record, based on my history, I would look and I would say, man, no, like literally this takes me this long. This takes me this long. I got to do these four things, which take me this long. I need that time. If I'm going to train every day too, before I go, like I need that time, right? But what I had to try to believe was that what took me an hour would only take me 45 to 50 minutes if I got more sleep, right? What took me in the morning to get ready or to, to go through my morning routine, I could, I could shorten because I was more well-rested, right? Half of my morning team was trying to wake the fuck up, right? So what I did is I stopped setting my alarm between 5 and 5.30 and I started setting at 6.30, just an hour, hour and a half, right? Then I was like, what parts of my morning routine can I, can I live without, right? Right now, my morning routine is pretty simple. Chug a green drink, read 10 minutes, journal, I'm done. That's all I'm doing. If I have time to meditate, I will. If I feel like I need to meditate, I always make time. If I don't feel like I need it right then, I'll wait till later in the day. If I do it, I don't do it every single day. I do it when it's necessary. And I'm good. And what I've noticed is that, and this is crazy, this blew my mind. I've been home early, more days since I started sleeping until 6.30 than I have in months. Why is that? I'm waking up later. I'm spending less time working. Why is that? Because I'm more fucking rested, period. You guys know the answer. I don't mean to curse because I know there's some, and I'm going to try to get better at this because I know there's some moms and you guys are driving around with your kids and I, I get it because I turn on my truck and sometimes like music will pop on because it was what I was last playing and Blake is in the car and I'm like panicking to shut it off because it's just profanity screaming. In the, so I get it. So I apologize sincerely because I get it. It's hard for me though. I'm passionate about this stuff. But the point is, when, when I finally just said, you know what, worst case, I don't get as much shit done as I needed to. Worst case, it, it drags into the next day, which is going to set me back days, weeks, months, whatever. But right now, I need to focus on my health. Right now, I need to try this out. Otherwise, I'm always going to wonder, right, will I be more efficient? And how long will it take me to get there? I was like, man, maybe if I start sleeping, you know, seven hours instead of six at most, because, man, I, I'll be honest, I'll lay in bed for seven, but I look at my ordering, it's five, five and a half, sometimes six hours. It was bad. And, uh, and the ordering made it very clear to me. It was the first thing that really pinpointed because otherwise, and a lot of you probably do this, you go, well, I laid down at 11 p.m. to go to bed, you know, and I woke up at six. That's seven hours. Yeah, but did you actually fall asleep immediately at 11? And did you stay asleep that whole time? 
No, you didn't. You never do. That's not the, <laughs> that's the point. The aura ring's nice because it'll tell you how long did it take you to fall asleep? How long did you stay asleep? How many times did you wake up? Let's factor those in and then let's take away how long did you actually sleep and how much of that time was actually deep sleep, right? So I've improved this and it's helped me tremendously. I've been home early. I've been getting more shit done. I've been more effective, more efficient, less moody, more confident, like literally. And the reason I'm saying this is because one of the coolest things I did is as I decided to do this, I jumped into um, our trackers again. So I've, I've been tracking macros. However, I haven't been using a tracker because I have a tracker in the back of my head. You know, I've been doing this for years, but I was like, you know what? I'm going to fully commit to the process. I'm going to use our trackers that we use with our clients, especially the new one because we created some new stuff that's really, really badass. Um, and I tracked everything. I tracked my hours of sleep. I tracked my mood. I tracked my motivation to get up and get to work. I tracked my energy levels. I tracked my stress, right? Through the roof. Like things have been so much better. So much better. I'm not going to sit here and tell you I lost weight or anything because truth is I actually increased my calories quite a bit. Um, by 65 grams of carbs, not including the 15 to 30 grams I'd take into a workout for lifting. Um, so a good amount of carbs just as a way to take a little bit of a maintenance break because I've been pretty successful with the slow cut, um, but I'm taking another break, life stuff, stress stuff, but also just time. Like I've been at it for a little while. I'm like, all right, pretty lean, feeling good. Let me pull back for a little bit. Um, but I didn't gain any weight. I actually literally didn't even gain a fucking pound. And I did it at the same time as this. So I'm, does that have an effect? Maybe, maybe not. Uh, maybe it was just a smart time to reverse and, and my body responded well, who knows? But the point is, is everything has been through the roof. My mood, my energy, my cravings, my hunger, like everything has been more positive and I'm getting home earlier more often. And the days I don't go home earlier, guess what? I get more shit done because I get everything I need to get done faster. And this is where you guys need to think about taking a step back to take 10 steps forward. And this isn't even the topic of the podcast, but this is a great one, right? How do we win the day? Well, take care of yourself. That's it. Take a step back. This is why people say, I don't have time to meditate. Yes, you do. Take five to 10 minutes to meditate and calm down because that's gonna supercharge you to go forward. Take five minutes to, to read or write or journal, whatever. Take some time to invest in your body, in your mind, in your soul, in your purpose, in your thoughts. Take time to do that because when you do, yes, you are spending time, but you are investing in yourself and you're gonna speed up. It is an investment. You're gonna make more from spending more. It's the exact same thing as currency. You are devoting time to get better, more effective, more efficient, and faster. You take one step back, you take 10 steps forward. Everybody knows this, but nobody dives in and gives it the time to, to come to fruition because it's scary. You don't know if it's going to pan out. You've never done it before. But the only way to know, the only way to win, the only way to be consistent, the only way to see if anything works is to just take action. And ask yourself, what's the worst that could happen? That's what I said. What is the worst that could happen? The worst thing that could have happened is I get less content out. Maybe a, two, a couple weeks where two podcasts or less Instagram posts or whatever it may be, and I need to learn how to fix my schedule. I, I, I think you guys are pretty damn cool. My audience is pretty cool. You guys might be pissed at me, right? Be like, oh, I get it. Especially if I was like, you know what? I had to actually rearrange a bunch of calls with my team because I took calls with my team early in the morning. And I pushed them all to the middle of the day, and I just said, hey, I'm trying to get more sleep. I need to work on me. Everybody was like, fuck yeah, dude. About time. Happy for you. You know? Like, nobody cares. You're working on yourself. It's a good thing. So invest in that. And that's how you win the day, honestly. That's not what I was going to go with, but that's actually the perfect segue because winning the day is about setting yourself up to be more positive, to be more of an action taker, to be more enthusiastic, to be more energetic, to be more confident, more certain in the things that you do every single day. Yes, you should have some kind of morning routine. I believe in that. The first things you should do in the morning should not revolve other people, shouldn't be emails, shouldn't be notifications, shouldn't be in that stuff. 
Sometimes I post first thing in the morning because I do get a little bit more traction on a post if I post first thing in the morning and it goes for the day, but I have it already drafted, written up, everything. So I literally go on Instagram, go to my drafts, post it, bounce. I get off. I don't comment back. I don't DM people. I don't do that for a while. I got to get through everything first. I read for 10 to 20 minutes. I write and journal, right? I drink my coffee and my green drink. Sometimes I sit there and I just look out the window. We have a, uh, a green belt behind our house. So I, we have these huge windows in our kitchen that look out to the forest. It's, it's a small forest. It's not really a forest. Actually, it's just like a, a green belt of trees and there's a road on the other side. But you can't see the road because the trees are, 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 it's a good section of trees. Let's just say that. 10 yards of bush and trees and green leaves and birds and all that stuff. And I have a bird feeder nailed to my fence in a perfect spot so I can watch the birds come feed. I know it sounds weird. I'm a, I'm a bird guy and I, it actually sends all the chipmunks in there too. But I watch it. I just sit there for a little bit. I drink my coffee. That's kind of my meditation. I sit there and look at it for five, 10 minutes. Just watch. Just think about my day, right? Then I sit down and I write down my tasks for the day. What five to 10 things do I need to get done today, big or small? Then out of those five things, what three things are the mo- most important tasks? What am I grateful for? I am blank. I will blank some affirmations. Then I'm done journaling. I read for 10 to 20 minutes on a, on a mindset, business, marketing, some kind of subject like that, non-fitness or nutrition related. Then I usually go into training and nutrition if I'm studying something specific or I listen to it in the car on the way to the work or whatever. But that's it, right? I, I calm myself down. I drink my green drink, so I start with health. I calm myself down by taking a moment to take a breath, drink some coffee. I read something to power my brain. I write things to, to determine what my day will be like, right? That's really me uh, declaring my success for the day. And then I'm good. I'm on, I'm on my way. It's literally 30 minutes, maybe 40 if I want to take more time reading. That's it. But I'm declaring how I'm going to win the day. Now, we could take this to a whole nother level. Like when we do the Tailored Life Challenge, we could say go on a walk, go stretching. And sometimes that's important. So if you're a person that has never had a morning routine, you can go about this one of two ways. You can go about the way I just said, start small. Or you can go all in. And sometimes you need that shock, right? That shock in, in, in lifestyle change and habit change where you're just like, you know what? I'm going to go all in and make a serious change. That's why 75 hard works well. That's why tailored life challenge works well. It's a lot. It's a task, right? We have three levels so you can kind of start small if you want to. Or you can go all in with Armory, right? And we are going to make this available uh, in the next month or so. Um, we don't know exactly how we're going to run it, but stay tuned for that. But the point is, is, is there's a, a set of daily habits because you're declaring you're going to win the day. But that's the biggest thing. Sit down, do a couple things that are going to power up your brain. For me, green drink, coffee, a moment of clarity to just sit there and breathe and think. Declaring what I will do today. What are the things I'm going to accomplish? Who are the people I'm going to appreciate? What are the things I'm grateful for? What am I affirming about myself? And then I just read. Just spend some time reading. Not listen to an audiobook. I read. There's a purpose for that. But you need to do something in your morning to win the day. And if it doesn't start with taking care of your body, making sure you're moving and training every day, making sure, and you don't need to do this first thing in the morning because it carries over. Health is health. But making sure you're eating right, making sure you're getting enough sleep, making sure you're taking time to manage your stress, those are the things that ultimately lead to winning the day. Now, the second part of this podcast, I need to drink some coffee, is this focusing on inputs versus outputs. Right, and the reason I got this is, is I don't know if he said this, but he was talking about, and he was talking about being on the treadmill. I've mentioned him a few times. Uh, you know, a lot, he's, he's pretty aggressive, so for some people, he's a little much. I like his podcast. Uh, he, he fires me up. But, you know, it, it's focusing on input versus output, and he was talking about a weight loss challenge. But the point of this is simple. This is process versus outcome oriented. I talk about this all the time, right? If I go in the gym, 
and I don't add weight to the bar today. That's, that's, that's an output that I, that I failed on. That's an output I didn't reach, that I wanted to reach. Every week I want to progress in some way, right? It's a progressive overload. You need that. I didn't reach that. What did I do? Was my input there? Yes, it was. I pushed myself my hardest. I didn't reach the output I wanted, but I still put a lot of effort in throughout the, the, the entire session. And the reality is pretty simple. If your effort is there relative to your proximity to failure, RPE, RIL, that stuff I already talked about, you're not going to get results. But tangibly, when you see the output not being reached, it, it fucks with your head. We all get that, right? But did you do it? Did you do the work? Was your input there? Yes, that's what you need to focus on. Did your weight drop this week? No. But did you do the work all week? Yes. Okay, how do you feel about the work? Before you think about the output and let the output determine your mindset or the way you feel about how things are going, look at the input. Did you do the work throughout the week? Did you commit the time and the effort and the foods and the training and the sweat? Did you commit? Was your input there? Yes. Okay. Focus on that. The, the output, the weight, that's just, a, that's just a number. That's just a data point. You're w- moving forward. This is why we can't constantly focus on the outcome. That is the output. We have to focus on the process, which is the input. If you focus on the input and the process, you begin to enjoy that process, learn from that process constantly, and that's ultimately what makes us grow into the person who has that outcome or has that output achieved. Right? When we look back at journeys, we don't think about the trophy. We don't think about the number on the scale. We think about what it took to get there and how we enjoyed the process and how we felt invigorated every time we stepped out of the gym or when we crushed that PR or when I have clients hit me up and they're like, oh my God, I just did my first muscle up. Oh my God, I just hit five pull-ups in a row. I've never done that. Holy shit, somebody took a picture of me at the gym and I could see all the muscles in my upper back when I was wearing a tank top. That comes from the, the, the process. Those are things inside the process. Those weren't your goals. Your goal wasn't to see more definition in your upper back while doing a pull-up and hoping that somebody took a picture of it. You know, your goal wasn't any of those things that I just listed off. That, that's just part of the process. The compliments along the way, the feeling when you leave the gym, the sweat, the community, the, the interaction between you and your coach. Those are process-oriented things. That's the input. And I truly believe that one of the biggest things about this is that less people would quit, right? You would quit on yourself less often and you wouldn't lose confidence in your ability to achieve something as often. If you measured your progress against the execution of your inputs, the daily habits, the work done, the investments you're making, rather than the output, right? The pounds lost, the PRs met, the money made, whatever it is. Did you impact those people? I'm more focused on the feeling you're getting from listening to this podcast than I am how many people fucking download this podcast because I'm input focused. I'm process oriented. Do I want a lot of downloads? Of course, that'd be dope. But I truly believe that if I empower you, if I make you feel way better, if I make you feel more confident, if I make you focus on the right thing so you can keep winning every single day and be more focused on the input, building more confidence, having more energy, more enthusiasm, more passion, more purpose, more input to the daily habits required to be successful and be a better person so you can constantly feel the way you want to feel instead of me focusing on getting more people to listen, writing a catchy title. Yeah, I should do that to get people to listen, but at the end of the day, I want you to listen. I want you to feel it. If I do that, this thing will grow. I don't need to worry about the downloads because I'm putting everything I have into the input and I'm not letting the output distract me. I don't know when this is going to air typically. I don't know exactly what I'm going to say typically. I just put everything I have into it when I'm doing it. That's being present and that's focusing on the input. 
So what I want you guys to consider leaving this is, is not just how to win the day by setting up your routine or how to win the day by getting more sleep and stressing less and focusing on your health, which is super important, but also focus on the inputs throughout the week. Focus on the inputs throughout the day. Focus on your habits. Focus on your work and your ethic and your, and your enthusiasm and your purpose and your passion and, and what you're putting into everything you do, how present you are. When you go to the gym, I don't want you to think about the metrics of the, the gym. I don't want you to think about the PRs that you were supposed to hit, the pounds you were supposed to lose this week. Are we striving for those things? Of course. But those things are, are, are naturally going to happen if you put everything into the input. Do the work. Focus on the habits. Focus on your enthusiasm around these habits. Then you are process-oriented and the outcome just comes way easier and it feels way better because you did the right thing to get there. So guys, the point of this is simple. If you want to stop quitting, if you want to stop giving up, if you want to eliminate the self-doubt you have that slows you down and delays you taking action or delays you from even finishing something because you're quitting and you want to build your confidence, stop losing the confidence and you want to have more certainty in your abilities to accomplish big goals, you need to measure your progress of execution inside the inputs, the daily habits, the actions, the work ethic, the time spent, and put less focus on the output goals. Don't measure all of your success based on the output goals, the outcome, the pounds lost, the money made, the members hit, the downloads, whatever. Those things will happen if you focus on the input. And they are important. Don't get me wrong. So we measure success at the end of it. But if you focus on the process, you focus on the input, you're happy along the way no matter what the end goal is. And you're happier when you do reach that end goal. So either scenario, it's better. Win or lose, it's always better. And even more important, you understand what's so valuable and how to achieve goals, which means by the time you do hit that outcome goal, you're going to reach the next goal even faster, and you're going to have clarity on what that next goal is. So there's no lull time, right? There's no null time between. So you don't hit your goal and go, fuck, now I got to think about this. I'm going to spend some time off. You know, maybe I gain a little weight. Maybe I spend a bunch of money. Maybe I do something. Maybe I fall. And then a month later, I'm like, oh, shit, I got to get my stuff back together. I got to do this whole process again. No, fuck that. When you're so invested in the process, you're more excited about the process than you are the outcome goal. So before you hit that outcome goal, you create a new goal so that when you hit that one, you can pop a bottle, celebrate, cheese for the camera, and then go right into the next, next step, right into the next journey, right? And it's not that you're not happy or satisfied or, or pumped about the goal. It's about being fulfilled through the process and being so invested in your, your inputs that you know you need to set the next one before the first one's even met so that you can just keep moving and get that fulfillment of these input goals. Guys, happy fucking Monday. I love you to death. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you going with my rant of a podcast today. Uh, remember, take time to invest in yourself, in your health, in your mind, in your body, in your soul, in your spirit, in your heart, in everything you do because that's gonna make everything you do more productive, more efficient, and more effective. Make sure that you're focusing on winning the day every single morning to make sure that you, you declare what you will succeed in and what you will achieve for the day and you create affirmations that make you more confident than ever. And last but not least, Put all that you can into the inputs. Spend your time focusing on the inputs and not the outputs. That's how you achieve fulfillment and that's how you achieve a consistent loop of winning over and over and over again. <laughs>